Welcome to the Find Your Nutrition Podcast. Here, we'll discuss nutrition for health, wellness, and energy for everyday life. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Just before we start, I'd be really appreciative if you could leave a five-star review if you've been enjoying the podcast and subscribe. That way you'll know every Tuesday when I release a new episode. And today we're going to be talking about healthy carbs and carb restriction and the types of carbs I've implemented into my life and a sustainable way of eating carbs and still maintaining high energy levels. So I'll start with some of the starchier veggies, which have a good amount of carbs, but um, in moderation can definitely be eaten. And that is sweet potatoes, potatoes, and butternut squash. All of these I eat um, every now and then, and it's definitely a good thing to add as a healthy carb to your diet. Um, I eat lots and lots of low-carb vegetables every day, and I'll go through some of those now. Um, so even though these vegetables do have some carbs, they're definitely not carbs you have to worry about, and you can really eat as much as you want. So some of those would be onion, cucumber, peppers, red, yellow, and orange bell peppers, broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, carrots, garlic, leafy greens, lettuce, white and purple cabbage, Brussels sprouts, string beans, arugula, zucchini, tomatoes, radishes, Thai eggplant, and kohlrabi. Um, So I'll go through some of the ways I actually like to eat those and how do I actually implement those into my everyday life. So onion, for example, is one thing that I love cooking with. So I'll always cut up onions and I'll start with onion and some olive oil when cooking different foods. And I pretty much can just add that to anything when cooking. Um, You could eat onion raw. I know sometimes you eat red onion raw. Uh, For example, when I was in India, I saw that it was very much part of the culture to eat raw red onion um, with many, many meals. So sometimes I'll do that, um, but definitely not always. Usually I just cook with onion, um, and that works well for me. Uh, Cucumber I eat all the time, um, either by itself, or you can cut it into a little salad where you can cut up cucumbers really small and bell peppers, and you can add some other vegetables to that, such as leafy greens or carrots. Um, And you can just cut all of those things really small into a salad and then easily you can get four um, different vegetables and eat it with olive oil and lemon and some salt and pepper and it tastes really great and it's an easy way to get vegetables in. Uh, So for broccoli and cauliflower, a lot of times I like to put those in the oven and roast them with olive oil and salt and pepper. You can add some garlic in there if you want, and you can make big batches of that at a time. So it works really, really well. Um, I love 
putting all of those in the oven and um, having a big batch of that for the next few days. It tastes really great. I like to put, even in addition to the garlic, some garlic powder and salt and pepper and paprika, and it tastes great. So you can make that a lot. Sometimes I'll eat asparagus, so I'll make that with some olive oil and some lemon and some salt in a pan. Um, it's another great option. Sometimes if you're eating salmon, it's a good thing to pair with salmon. Um, let's see, lettuce and cabbage. I like cutting those up and um, putting it in with the salad. It's a good way to get some extra vegetables in there. And for cabbage, for example, I like to sometimes pickle the cabbage. And then you can keep that in the fridge and eat it before a meal um, as often as you like. So that's a good way to get cabbage in. Brussels sprouts also are really great in the oven. Again, salt, pepper, olive oil, any spices you like. And with Brussels sprouts, it's really uh, much tastier if you get them fresh versus frozen. I do like buying a lot of frozen vegetables because they're very easy to prepare and when you may not have fresh vegetables in the house, you can always rely on frozen vegetables, but you do need to know which ones to buy and which ones will taste the best. For example, I love keeping frozen string beans in the freezer because you can always um, cook those even just in the microwave, you warm them up with some water. Um, for a few minutes and then you pour out the water and add in some olive oil and salt and lemon and those can taste great in just a few minutes of preparation so that's a good um, frozen vegetable to always have on hand and then for arugula that's something you can add to salads that's a great healthy vegetable there zucchini I love um, just putting those on a pan and you can do it super simply. You can just buy a few zucchinis or however many as you'd like. Um, and you can just put them on a pan with some olive oil on low temperature or even in the oven if you'd like, with some salt, some pepper, whatever spices you like, um, and cook it for a while. And then you can keep it whole. You can cut it up if you want. They're very versatile. Tomatoes are also really great. You can add them to salads. Um, you can get normal red tomatoes. There's lots of different types. You can get little cherry tomatoes and cut them. Um, makes the salads a bit more fun. Um, radishes, I like to just snack on them every now and then. Uh, it's not one that I eat so often, but it's a good one. Uh, Thai eggplant. They're really small um, eggplants, and you can cut them and put them into um, homemade soups and things like that. Um, also, I don't eat those so often, but it's a good one. And kohlrabi. This is one that a few years ago I didn't even know about, but I would say it's like kind of like a mild onion, and you can kind of just cut it up and snack on it, maybe put some lemon juice on it and some salt if you like, but you really don't even need that. And it's a nice little snack. It's crunchy um, and it's kind of honestly a good replacement for chips or something that you would just mindlessly eat. So if you cut up some kohlrabi, um, it's a good replacement for that. 
and also carrots i like to just eat carrots um also a good replacement for some kind of snack that you would buy at the store you don't really need to buy those snacks you can just buy kohlrabi or carrots or something crunchy like that and it's a good replacement for that now i'll get into some higher carb foods that also have lots of fiber and are really healthy um, in small amounts of course i wouldn't want to eat too much of any of these but they're all good ways of adding carbs to your diet so that would be lentils any color you want black and red are usually what i buy beans black beans kidney beans pinto beans any beans you like um, are really good chickpeas um, a lot of times i just even just from the can i can um, take them out and wash them with lots of water i take out all of that bubbly liquid that's on the chickpeas and then i put it on a pan and i put it in the oven with some olive oil and some salt and some pepper and some garlic powder um, i even add to it some lemon and i let it stay in the oven until it's roasted and a bit crispy and it's really great um, so that's one i definitely recommend edamame so this is something i first discovered it when i went to japan and i saw people eating this a lot um, you see it in restaurants a lot there and it's something that you can buy either fresh or frozen and it's a really good also for kind of snacking or before a meal um, you can cook it any way you like i like to have it with some salt um, after it's cooked and it makes it taste really great um, so those are some of the beans and legumes and lentils that you can focus on eating when you want to eat some more carbs uh, fruits so some fruits have a lot more carbs some such as berries have a lot less but i definitely try to eat um, a decent amount of fruits um, not necessarily every day but during the week i'll definitely eat a good amount of fruits and i try to focus most of my fruits on berries strawberries blueberries raspberries blackberries and cranberries i really love them all all of them are low in carbs and have lots of other health benefits um, one thing that i've pretty much reduced from my diet is bananas and apples as those have a lot more carbs i still do eat them every now and then and it's fine to eat them just for me i try to reduce my carbs a bit more and i'd like to um, enjoy some of the starchier veggies and some of the lentils and chickpeas a bit more than um, bananas or apples for example but i do eat other fruits with um, a decent amount of carbs such as watermelon and cantaloupe i love pomegranate um, plums i'll eat but one thing i do stay away from are dried fruits dried fruits have lots of lots of carbs and sugar and it's really just um, something i try to stay away from as as much as i really can because it's something i ate a lot in the past um, that did cause problems. Uh, 
Um, so I'm gonna talk a bit about healthier carb replacements. So when in the past I would eat lots of white pasta and even whole wheat pasta, which isn't great for uh, blood sugar, now I'll swap that out with lentil or chickpea pasta. Um, both of them are really good. Lentil pasta, I tend to like a bit more because the texture seems to stay intact a little better. Chickpea pasta can be a bit softer after it's cooked, um, but both are good. I even found one brand which does a mix of about 70% lentil flour and the rest chickpea flour, and that's a really, really good one that I enjoy. Um, and you can cook that with some, some heavy cream and some salt, some pepper, some paprika, a little garlic powder, and that comes out really, really good. You can add some basil to it if you like, or parsley, or anything like that, and it just makes it even better. So that's a great replacement for normal pasta. Um, for rice, for example, I still do like to eat some rice every now and then, even though it's not the healthiest carb for you. I try to focus on basmati rice as that can be much better for blood glucose than normal white rice. And now a lot of times when I cook rice, I'll add in actually like a whole carrot grated up and some onion as that can actually reduce the amount of rice you're eating. Um, and it still tastes just as good. Um, it's just like a little way of reducing the rice and adding in some vegetables to that rice without really noticing. Um, if I do eat bread, I'll try to focus on sourdough, although I do still try to reduce my bread intake as much as I can. So those are the majority of the carbs I focus on eating. Again, it's the starchier vegetables, the low-carb vegetables, also lots of fruits and things like lentils or chickpeas or beans. And those are the carbs that I really think are best for people to eat and how you will feel at your best um, eating these vegetables and these carbs in the right amounts. Um, it doesn't mean that I will never touch um, normal rice or pasta or bread or any desserts, but it means that most of the time, 90% of the time when I'm eating carbs, I'm going to be eating these carbs. And every now and then when I do um, really want to have pasta, for example, I will have some pasta and I'll make sure to eat enough vegetables before I eat that and enough other food in addition to pasta. So it won't have a big effect on my body if I do it once in a while. And I'm ensuring to eat enough healthy fats and proteins in addition to that pasta or bread or rice or whatever it may be for you. Um, but I think that has made a really positive impact on my life, changing out those carbs without much nutrition in them to carbs that have lots more nutrition um, in them as well. 
Um, so it's about a balance of not making it too crazy where you can't um, eat something that you really want, but also making sure that the majority of the time you are eating healthy carbs and healthy foods. So now that we talked about what are the healthiest carbs and some different ways to eat them, I wanna talk about carb restriction, which is really important for me as I'm someone who used to have prediabetes. Um, and if you've also had prediabetes, this is also one which I think is really important. And that is not to go every day eating high carb. Even if you are eating those healthier carbs, it is still important to have some days with lower carb. For example, for myself, I will go at least a few days a week eating just one meal a day with carbs and the rest of the meals of the day just with healthy fats and proteins. So I'll either eat um, for lunch or dinner some kind of um, starchy vegetable or lentil or chickpea, um, something like that. And I'll try on those days to keep it to about 50 grams of carbs or less, um, which is totally fine and you can get used to that pretty easily. Sometimes, um, about once every month or two months, I like to go a few days with no carbs at all. Um, it feels like for me, it gives my body a nice little reset and I can continue eating carbs normally after. And when you eat this way and you have a lot of days where you only eat carbs with one meal or you even go a few days without carbs, it's much easier for your body to handle a higher carb day. Um, when I do eat higher carb days though, I do try to exercise a bit more on those days or the day after. And when I do eat a lot more carbs, I try to, like I said earlier, eat some kind of veggies before eating the carbs. And I like um, eating other foods with those carbs. So for example, I will try my best not to ever have just a bowl of pasta for dinner. Um, I'll make sure to have some kind of uh, vegetable and protein source in addition. And that's making sure that I don't eat um, too many carbs from the pasta because I'm eating other foods also and I won't have enough room in my stomach to eat um, crazy amounts of pasta. Um, so those are little things which really help to reduce the amount of carbs you're eating and make sure that you're eating the right healthier carbs which will give your body the nutrients that it needs. So if you focus on healthy carbs and carb restriction, you're going to feel much, much better and you'll have much higher energy levels and just feel much stronger. And that's what happened to me. And you can make this process as long as you'd like. You can, if you're eating unhealthier carbs now, you can slowly turn into a diet where you're eating much healthier carbs, or you can just do it quickly and really start to feel the benefits much sooner. It doesn't mean you have to cut out those carbs that you like 
which aren't necessarily healthy, um, but definitely reduce them and um, eat them once in a while and in moderation. So I hope you got something out of the episode today. Take a note of something that you want to change for the next week. And if you want to get in contact with me, you can message or email me. I'll leave my details in the description below. I'd love it if you send in a question that I can go over on a future podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll see you next week on Tuesday. Mm-hmm.